0: And now for something completely different
1: Welcome to Shout Out Out of the closet and into your ears Hello and welcome to Shout Out I'm Ali Shilton
2: And I'm... Who? Steffi <laughs> Barnett And today on the show uh, Sasky's back This time she's talking to Claire Swallow uh, Little Harriet I catch up with the mums, Shan and Sam To see how the lockdown's going uh, And News Extra We'll take your popular news stories and explore them in more depth. Let me me go wander up a little bit. (laughs) All coming up today on Shout (laughs) Out.
1: What's wrong with you even and all is it because you've ticked over another year you suddenly start
2: slowing down <laughs>
1: yeah i'm I've running been... out of jingle and you're I, going uh, I
2: got, i've been told i got to slow up i'm my age <laughs> who said that Everybody. i mean they're like 30 years too late but who said that <laughs> 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 and you piled me zimmer up out the front the brakes didn't work and i crashed into the barrier
1: <laughs> <laughs> i'd never known you take so long to do that so and hello terry Terry. Oh,
3: he's had enough already. Well, we're done. Done. There
1: we go. Hello, Terry.
3: <laughs> Hello
1: there. Right? Oh, there we go. Yeah. Hey. That's my switch. Gosh,
3: Andy, last week you muted <laughs> me. Now you're muting Terry. Uh, well, Moscow. yeah.
1: Uh, well, perhaps I'm getting slow in my old age, you know. <laughs> <laughs> well,
2: 50, no comment. 55. Don't come alone.
1: <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: Still 20 years behind you though.
4: Isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's actually
2: more than 20.
3: <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: So, I tell you, actually, because uh, what you can't see at home is I've shaved my beard off. Yes. Uh, every now and again, I just get really annoyed with it. But I got more annoyed today than ever because we've had one of them smart meters fitted um, and the electrician came round and turned all the power off and the light. Like. And um, I and said the electrician
2: to, uh, complained about the kissing.
1: No, let me finish <laughs> he, said, um, he said
0: shave your beard off Andy I don't you
1: know. No, it's worse <laughs> than that It's really? it far ooh, worse it, than it, that yeah? I said I said um, I'm Andy I'm just, just just, I'm just, <laughs> just down in the office If, if you need anything um, and, and when he came to find one of us The first one he came across Was Carl, my husband um, And he turned, turned around And he went Is your dad around anywhere To Carl? I'm going to kill him <them. laughs> um, <laughs> Whoa. Wow. <laughs> so, of course, Carl does the first thing that Carl always does, post it on Facebook and tells the world.
4: So that is <laughs> it's amazing. Out so there. off it came. Yeah. So
2: off came the bloody beard. <laughs> Where's your dad? That's not never going to end. you know that? Ooh, so Well, geez, Carl just thought it was wonderful. the best
1: thing ever. I could kill him. I really could. So, um, anyway, how does it feel for you to be old now? How was your birthday? I was old before my birthday. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Did you have a good one, though?
5: It is was, it, is yes. Because you're over
1: with um, um, the, the couple. The, uh, which I was. I Harriet, went over to
2: Kent to see uh, Sam and Shan, and we went um, went out for dinner in um, a lovely vegan and gluten free restaurant. This is the biggest choice of gluten free and um, vegan stuff I've ever seen in one place. Right, it was good, and it was good quality as well. And then we went back to their place, and they had the jacuzzi on and. Yeah. Nice. As you'll hear later, because it's buzzing in the background constantly. <laughs>
1: yeah. It's one, your, it's one of your classic. You'd never quite know when, when that you've started the interview, and then it just finishes, and you're still mid-sentence when it finishes, I think. <laughs> um, unless you've edited well, it since I put it in the show last no, night. No, sorry,
2: but that was uh, we're only given a certain amount of time, so if I'm mid-sentence, we have to stop... <laughs> That's it. That's
1: um, the rules. Yeah. Well, you see, as you slow down, that's going to happen more and more.
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs>
3: I'm only 34, and I walk into a room and don't know why I'm there. So you know, there's no hope for so, me. Uh, yeah.
2: <laughs>
1: so, so are you having any of these symptoms yet, Terry? Or are you, are you still okay?
3: Terry, have you shaved your beard off?
0: No, no. Just got a little bit of stubble at the moment.
2: Yeah. Same. Okay. Does, does your it. Does your pet Muck Damon uh, shave? Muck Damon. Mutt. Oh, oh Muck. said Muck, Muck <laughs> <laughs> That's another new nickname. No, Muck My Damon. Muck Damon. <laughs> does he shave, Terry?
0: Um, he, when he has a bath, yeah.
3: <laughs> when you supervise Kay. it. Yeah.
2: Okay.
1: Oh, it's <laughs> nice to anyway. know he keeps clean. Should we hand the show over to someone who might be a bit more serious? <laughs> who knows what five they're doing? Yes. Yeah. So, uh, let's catch up with Saski.
4: That's good five. Oh, yes. Everyone. Welcome to Shout Out Radio and my Sasky Five. Now, it is said that around 63% of single adults in the UK use online dating and dating apps. However, lockdown has stopped the old-fashioned meet-up in a fancy bar or restaurant in its tracks, leaving our poor singletons stranded at home and dusting off their sex toys. But where there is a will, there is a way. And that's why I'm excited to speak to today's guest, Claire Swallow of Love Down Pride. Season. Claire, how are you doing? Hi, Sasuke, How are you? I'm good. I'm so excited to speak to you. I've been watching the show furiously online. Um, for those who don't know, can you just give us a little bit of an overview about uh, Lovedown Pride?
5: Yeah, so Lovedown was created initially with a view to fill a gap, um, obviously knowing that lots of people aren't able to uh, go out and date anymore because of the lockdown. Uh, the producers decided to try and find a group of people who could uh, do some online Zoom dates and be filmed and put it all up on YouTube for us to watch. So, yes. able to get out there and uh, do uh, obviously go on a dating show without physically going and on a dating show.
4: I know, I know. It's I mean. Great, great idea. I mean, it's pretty. It's it's almost one of those things that it's when it's staring you in the face, it's so obvious. But it's not yet been done. So, so great that we have now got this as a bit of online fun to watch. Um, just you know, dating's all about first impressions. Is it hard to be yourself on a Zoom date? Can, I mean, can you still be sexy and alluring? Can that happen? <laughs>
5: well. I loved the fact that I had an excuse to get dressed up again. So <laughs> I've been sitting in my scruffs for weeks and suddenly I've got this opportunity to put a big face of makeup on, do my hair, wear something seductive. <laughs> <laughs> and then you th- can be probably more yourself on camera. Yeah. Um, obviously there's a lot you can hide, you know, not by only being shown from the waist up anyway. so. <laughs>
4: Well, you know what I think it's so funny, and, and I'm—I don't know if I'm—I'm I'm sure I'm not alone in this, but you know when people send you photos and stuff, I am such a nosy one, and I just look in the background. I always do. I can't help myself. I'm looking at the picture; it's lovely, but I always love to look in the background just to see what what's going on in their room or whatever. Uh, a bit, yeah. a bit of a nosy old, old granny like that. I mean, you know what? <laughs> do you know what do you think? Going forward, what do you think are like the top tips for Zoom dating? Would you say, uh, you know, online? You like, they say, get dressed up. But what, what, what's your your two to three top tips?
5: Um, have first of all, have everything that you want like within arm's reach. So yeah. we weren't getting up and going to get extra drinks. I had like a bottle next to me, so I was just filling my glass up. <laughs> I didn't have to move anywhere.
4: Um,
5: I think definitely making your room behind you look like really nice and fancy so i put all my fairy lights on set the mood made it a little bit darker yes Uh, i actually invested in a few weeks ago as well a ring light
4: oh right
5: because i found myself filming tiktoks and i wanted to look super professional so (laughs) i bought a (laughs) ring light off amazon
4: (laughs) oh great great stuff so okay so ring light make sure your room looks presentable and obviously the booze by your side i mean claire to yeah. be fair is that anything new to you let's just no, uh, it's no. always by yeah. my side <laughs> <laughs> so okay great top tips um i mean do you think going forward i like the idea actually that you know you kind of get an opportunity to meet someone get to know them a little bit more before you have that initial first you know meet up do you think this might be the way forward for dating
5: Oh, God, yeah. I think I'm going to incorporate it into all of my future dating. So, you know, let's do a call before we actually meet. Yeah. Because how often have you ever gone on a first date and, you know, you've been immediately kind of disappointed by the person that turns up and you that like, oh, i could have saved myself you know cab fare and <laughs> food by just sitting at home and doing this on a call
4: absolutely well claire i'm glad i'm not alone on that so yeah i think zoom dating is absolutely the way forward and i just want to check with you look in the show in the show there is always the talk about the love down match now did you get your love down match what can you tell us any spoilers what what's what's the deal <laughs>
5: Oh, so I did have three lovely ladies to pick from,
4: mm. and
5: the way the Love Down match works is you go into a secret interview, you say the one the name of the one person you want to match with, and if two people say each other, then they make a match. Great! But if you want to find out if I made a match, you should probably catch the show on Love Down UK.
4: Oh, I love it, love it. Well, listen, I will be online uh, checking out what's going on, what's happening. So excited that there's actually a pride version because obviously, creating visibility for the LGBTQ community is always important. Uh, congratulations. I, I'm loving what I'm seeing online, loving your outfits as well. Uh, thank you. And also, yeah, I look forward to seeing more and, and seeing who your Lovedown match was. So, thank you so much, <laughs> Claire Swallow, everybody. Thank you. Yeah, yeah.
0: shout out LGBT radio for you the shout out podcast
1: uh, that's a dance monkey that's by a tones and I a tones and I yeah tones and I isn't it
3: tones and I if you're from up yeah, yeah.
1: no she's uh, a Australian she, yeah. like, Tones and I, it was uh, she. She used to sing this busking,
3: really. And
1: um, okay. some some guy came along, and uh, he was a record recording artist or something, and uh, he heard one of their other songs, and helped her turn it into something that was quite a success in Australia.
3: Wow, and He said
1: let's have a go with this one I don't, don't think it would be that big But uh, let, let's give it a go So that we've done something else And uh, lo and right behold It became an international sensation
3: I, I said uh, I can't remember who uh, Or why I said this But she reminds me of, Well no she makes me think That if Bjork and Paloma Faith Had a baby That's what she'd sound like <laughs> 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 That's
2: very true, true. Yeah maybe with a little yes. bit
3: of helium I'm not mocking her or anything Of you know, It's not. just no, a very unique not. sound A yeah. bit like me <laughs>
1: <laughs> anyway, so um, unusual singing style,
3: okay. shall we get some
1: uh, news headlines from, from Terry? And, oh, all right. and are we calling New Hands? I don't know. It's, <laughs> yeah. Uh, I suppose. yeah,
3: I mean, that is my name. You can call me whatever you want. <laughs> <laughs> that sounded weirder than 910. Let's go, Terry. I
1: just got another outtake there, didn't I? Lovely. Right. Okay, here we go. <laughs>
0: This is Shout News on Thursday the 30th of July.
3: LGBTQ News via Pink News reports that the BBC may have bowed to a small but vocal anti-transgender lobby, which has brought radical feminists together with the far-right wing in an unlikely alliance. On 7th of July, the BBC website, which lists dozens of helplines, quietly dropped respected and established charities, including Mermaids, the Gender Trust, LGBT Foundation... And Gaia's BBC Pride, which represents LGBTQ staff in the corporation, said that despite efforts to discover which senior figure had ordered the removal, they were no nearer a disclosure. A Freedom of Information request has been submitted by Mermaids and many people are waiting for a full and transparent BBC response. Meanwhile, as Transmedia Watch noted, Jane Fay this week writes for the essay and analytical site Medium.com this month. She warns those women that have joined with Christian fundamentalist groups to cause trouble for the trans community that there will be a heavy price to pay and that it is what she calls very definition of self-deceptive wish fulfilment.
0: Our home base in Bristol is just over the border from Wales and our region gets powerful signals from Welsh TV and radio services so we feel that it's very important that we pass on our condolences to the team at BBC Radio Wales following the sad death of the enormously loved broadcaster Chris Needs at the weekend. Mr Needs is survived by his husband, Gabe. Mr. Needs passed on at the age of 68 after a heart attack. His career had seen him broadcast on numerous stations in both the English and Welsh languages, but since 2002, Mr. Needs has been the nighttime presenter on Radio Wales, keeping the nation company between 10 and 1 every weeknight when the network switched to an overnight relay of Radio 5. BBC Wales management paid tribute to Mr. Needs' skills as a broadcaster. He knew that nighttime radio was an intimate medium, beloved of people who worked late, were lonely and depressed or in hospital his program reached out across the airways with games light chat and humor all delivered with a wonderful camp south Whalian accent many elderly people and those who were struggling at night found strength in mr needs presentation and joyfulness and they found a place in the garden the fictional world that mr Need developed with his listeners a tribute program on his life and times was broadcast on bbc radio wales on monday evening chris Needs also wrote a book about his life called like it is which is published by the welsh interest publisher alolva we wish the team who worked with mr needs his family friends and his husband our sincere wishes at this difficult time and for the listeners who relied on his show for support and company please keep in tune with late night radio because there are other people who understand the great strength it can give
3: An individual or possibly small grouplet with extremist Christian views has been widely blamed for pushing unwanted anti-Semitic, anti-Muslim and anti-gay booklets through doors in the Redland area of Bristol. Bristol Pride reported that Avon and Somerset police were fully aware of the situation and that inquiries were proceeding apace. They chose not to reproduce or repost any of the literature so as not to grant the perpetrators the oxygen of publicity, to to paraphrase Mrs Thatcher. The BBC News Feed had more information, revealing that local activists had traced the origins of the booklets to an obscure religious cult based in the United States. The group is considered to be a hate organisation by the Southern Poverty Law Centre, which has monitored extremist religious and political groups for decades. The cult, called the Chick Church, is not active in the United Kingdom, but its booklets can be purchased online. This has led to some speculation that a local individual or small group have appropriated the material.
0: And Madonna, who always used to be referred to, tongue in cheek, by the gay paper boys as our glorious leader, has revealed that she has left the increasingly fanatical Russian state hopping mad by refusing to pay their fine of $1 million levied on her for expressing her solidarity for the Russian LGBTQ communities. The fine was given because Russia, which flouts most democratic norms and openly persecutes minority groups, has a law in place which prohibits what it calls gay propaganda. In practice the law is used to legitimise daily harassment and victimisation of non-heterosexuals or anyone who is not gender conformist madonna visited russia in 2012 and in a packed concert in st petersburg gave a defiant speech for lgbtq freedom she said it's a very strange time in the world i'm traveling around the globe and i feel it in the air i feel people are becoming more and more afraid of those who are different people are becoming more and more intolerant it is a scary time but we can make a difference we can change this we have the power and we don't have to do anything violent we just have to do it with love True to her beliefs, Madonna continues to defy the Russian government and has not paid a single ruble of her fine. Star News reports that one of the reasons Madonna was targeted by the Russian state is that she also gave her support sometime later to Pussy Riot, the feminist punk rock art group who the Kremlin tried to incarcerate for protesting against the country's authoritarian rule. Madonna said, I'm against censorship and my whole career I've always promoted freedom of expression and freedom of speech so I think what is happening to them is unfair. Meanwhile Radio Free Europe reports that daily mass protests are continuing in the Russian Far East region, which includes the cities of Khabarovsk and Vladivostok. The regional governor was dismissed by the Kremlin who have installed their own man in his stead prompting upwards of 50,000 to march regularly. Unusually, the police have held back from interfering with the protests. In the power base of the Putin regime, Moscow, any dissident activity or protest usually attracts beatings and arbitrary arrest. Human Rights Watch says, Today, Russia is more repressive than it ever was in the post-Soviet era. The authorities crack down on critical media, harass peaceful protesters, engage in smear campaigns against independent groups and stifle them with fines.
3: For these news stories and more, check out our website at shoutoutradio.lgbt.
0: For shoutout News, this has been Terry Starr
3: and Hans Peregrin. Shoutout Out News, national and international
0: LGBT news for you.
2: Shout out LGBT Radio for you. The shout
1: out podcast. That's a uh, high love, and that's uh, by Whitney Houston and uh, Kygo, and it, it was actually made after after she passed away.
2: Yes, and that's also not the original. <coughs> no, no. So, no, but it's a lovely version. That's why I played it. Stevie Winwood. Oh. Um, he wrote it and he sung the original. Ah. Uh. Okay. Yeah. This well, is a, a I like don't version. get me wrong, good version, but is, yeah. I still prefer Stevie Winwood
3: original. Do you,
1: you like all the oldies, <laughs> obviously. <laughs>
3: what was the other song that she um, released, but that Whitney released, but wasn't Whitney's? It was somebody else's.
1: Well, I, I will always love oh, you always. It was originally um, Dolly Parton. Dolly Parton.
0: Yeah.
3: yeah.
1: Good old Dolly Yeah <laughs> Good old Dolly
0: <laughs> She's written loads of hit singles She's like the Bee Gees Because the Bee Gees Have written for everybody Yeah, yeah.
1: Mm.
2: And Neil Diamond Was another prolific Neil writer Dime, For everybody yeah, He wrote for most of the monkeys Early
3: stuff Yeah Dangerous believer or that stuff Whoa <laughs> oh,
2: That made me jump a mile <laughs> That went straight through From one ear to the other <laughs> No, there was no there was no stopping it <laughs> <laughs> oh. sorry that made me jump
1: a mile uh, right do you want to introduce this because this is from your birthday
2: yes i went over to kent um to catch up with sam and shan and little baby harriet um and those of you uh, who's um who are are adopted family virgins um we've been following them since uh, sam was pregnant with harriet um, and was, and she it, um, is now four and a half. Four and a half, gosh. Yeah. I know, yeah.
1: <coughs> but, uh, going uh, on 22. It just has the weirdest ending of any interview you've ever done. It just, just
2: kind of like well, fades. There like. was there was <laughs> pigeons and bats and, uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, bats. Anyway, have a listen. So lockdown's been pretty awful for all of us, but for a four and a half year old going on 22... And um, I must say, um, Harriet's just jumped out of the uh, jacuzzi that's that's behind us. Now, what have you two been up to to keep yourself occupied? Is there any board games you've been playing? Um, we did have a couple of new board games, didn't we? We've got a few. A few from my sister.
6: We had a couple of games sent down. They are a bit annoying, like a plumber. They had to put um, some things on, like buckaroo. If his pants fall down his bum comes out, you get screwed with water. But we don't do one of our board games because chess isn't really for us, is it? Well, it's not for you. No. No, 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 no. That's not how we roll. <laughs> so basically Steph, what happened was <laughs> What it was was. Is, what, it was, was is, what it was was. What it was was. It's
2: very Bristolian. Yeah. <laughs> what it was was
6: is we had chess. She was teaching me how to play, and she said we were both learning there. We weren't both learning. She completely knew what she was doing. I thought I was going to win for the first time ever, and she said, "That's not that's not how you play." That's not how you play. And I'm like, What's "What do you just mean?" To play? <laughs> <laughs> I love how she just interrupts I am talking on the radio um, So then When we tried to play the next game She said oh yeah I've won I was like no you didn't That's, I've, done that pl- I've done that last time And then she's like no So I got my head up my bum and eye, I And I, I threw the board Smashed it on the floor
2: Did it actually break?
6: It actually broke It was a wooden chess board it? And it, it just broke and So now we don't play chess
2: Have you replaced it?
6: No it's too dangerous We don't want the kids to see that do we?
4: It's not worth the
2: divorce. It's not worth <laughs> the <it. laughs> <laughs> Harriet, are you being good? Nodding so, so well on the radio. Is it past your bedtime? What time should you
6: go to bed? What
2: does your clock say? Harriet always goes into a mime when it comes to radio time. <laughs> Have you noticed? She's been chatting all evening. And now, Harriet you have a magic clock don't you what does the clock do
6: <laughs> I know how you're pointing to me <laughs>
2: it's put the mic in front of my face
6: come and tell us give you a pound what I ain't paying a fibre.
2: how was it though when at uh, the height of the, the lockdown did you did you actually stay indoors or did you manage to get out
6: we got out like Harriet and I got out first thing in the morning Sam bought us scooters so we are like the matching scooter family that will scoot around because running just hurts your knees, doesn't it? Yeah, I'm too old for running. <laughs> She's getting old now. So. <laughs> <laughs> so what we, are you now? <laughs> younger than me. 22. <laughs> 35 in October. Oh no, 35, that's it. Getting old now. So we do hey, scootering man. in the morning. Yeah, you're going to come join in? <laughs> doesn't know, is it? I'm having a chat. Come have a chat. Okay, then. So we'd go out on our scooters and stuff in the morning. Um... But when it was like one time a day, we're in a little village and we're like, could we get away? We could be in out like twice, like it was undercover. Well, we didn't break the rules, did we? No, obviously not. Um,
2: i tell it's- you what works wonder is putting a press pass in front of your car. Does it? Oh God, yeah. I've been I've been a key worker throughout, so I, I haven't. Of course, you have. Yes, because you're it. a pharmacist.
6: I am. Because yeah. you missed out on the last interview. I done it while I was sat in our kitchen. You, you did, so working. maybe
2: you should be quiet, yeah. Shan, and let Sam happened. do this one.
6: That never. Happened. It won't be ever very happen. Interview. <laughs> <of you. laughs> <laughs>
2: yeah, I'm not sure there's wires strong enough to keep that jaw shut. <laughs> Ouch. Where's yeah, Bristolian? Ouch. Isn't it? <laughs> Bristadians uh. are always the same You just can't stop them when they're on a roll um. Um, The buzzing is the jacuzzi If anyone's wondering what the It's not the station it's, uh, Do you want me
6: to turn it off? Is it upsetting your
2: Absolutely not No, no I can put up with 10 minutes of buzzing
4: on <laughs> <laughs> It's not you that's got to worry about it though. It's well, your listeners. Imagine that it You're is. in your car driving along Listening to the radio And you're like, what yeah. is that buzz?
2: Well, is it we've, we've told everyone now So it's okay So what else were you doing Besides breaking chessboards?
6: Oh, the chess boards. That was ages ago. That weren't in lockdown.
2: Oh, this that was, was before. This, this was, this was pre We're keeping we context. Yeah, we still Sh- bring it up Jan, now. we were just saying about lockdown, and you've gone off on a tangent. Oh, yeah, keep on subject. I'm oh, sorry. Can you stop drawing on your Wendy house, please?
6: Inside's fine. Outside, it has to look all right.
2: <laughs> <laughs> so-, <laughs> so, plenty of... Television films and not
6: really. So we done like the homeschooling thing. We got a printer and a laminator, didn't we? We, we had the movie night the other day. We did have movie. night. That was epic. The kid thought we were like the bees knees. We wrote tickets or drew tickets. The popcorn. Did we have popcorn? Then no, we had olives. <laughs> 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 so we Harriet eats olives. No, she likes sort of it. Says, I'm not having that. <laughs> <laughs> what, what did she? I love it. it's like nine o'clock at night and you're outside with a fishing net and you're around.
2: Harriet's going fishing.
6: <laughs> and that's our neighbours. Stop it. No. Harriet, stop. stop. We got new neighbours and Harriet's fascinated. Like trying to use a fishing net over the line to, over the fence to try and catch them. Yeah, we put little numbers on the sofa. We made little tickets. So Harriet had to check our tickets to see where we were. Um, and then we done like a bit of a picnic, didn't we? We rented our first movie because normally you just get it off of Netflix or something. But Other yeah. people are available. About- oh, no, you're not. Yeah, it's not the BBC. Not the BBC. Wait, what,
4: what? Yeah.
2: Well, the BBC have taken our interviews before. Oh, yeah. have
6: they? You've got
4: loads of editing they were, to do on this one, aren't you? We've no, been well badly behaved.
2: <laughs> no, I'm not editing this one at all. This is going out raw. Oh, it's in
4: you. Right,
6: It
2: is. That does suit you. It's that's 29 um, minutes, fast a bright green fishing net that's out Shan is now wearing.
6: Mm. Is it definitely, It's definitely better than two hours ago. It makes us sound like really bad parents. I know.
2: Well, <coughs> I'm making a meal. We just got dive bombed oh. by a bat.
6: Did we actually? You behave yourself. Don't even. Is that actually? do we just get dive bombed by a bat? just went
2: across. Yeah, well, no, we, we have got bats <laughs> flying around. Oh, <laughs> 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 <Yeah. Behave yourself>. God! <laughs> <laughs> she just got dive bombed <laughs> by a bat. <laughs>
3: Yeah, no. I think they live in that tree. Yeah. yeah. Are you waking me up, no,
6: no, no. I think they are. I think they're in that tree. <laughs> I think we in the octave after dark again.
2: <laughs> We've seen them the the other night, didn't we? Was like a pigeon? <laughs> <laughs> God. I told you! There was a bat the other night. Pigeons don't hang upside down, Shan. I'm a glass <laughs> Harriet.
6: Harriet can you please stop? Please log- stop. It's definitely two hours past bedtime, babe. That's what we get for taking her. Put to it the down top. and come sit on my lap, please. Giving her a cake it.
2: At- in all seriousness, how did Harriet cope with not being able to get out to nursery or school?
6: I don't think she really grasped about the time. If she was like, What well, when's it happening? When when can I do this? When can I do that? And then she'd ask the following week. And I'd be like, oh yeah, next week. So time for her didn't really... She did go to nursery for a couple of weeks, didn't she? Yeah, we sort of sent her back end of July just to finish her preschool off. And now she's off for the summer and then she starts school, so... She's only had, literally had, we only sent her last September, so she hasn't had a huge amount of time at preschool. No. But, in lockdown, she can write her full name. She knows most of the alphabets by sound, feel very proud of that as a
2: Brazilian. Wow, so she's up to your standards? She's really good
6: at her R's. She's really
2: good at her R's. Yes, yeah, she is. And the double L's. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and the Z's, of course, because, well, I don't understand. You drive past um, and ask the superstore, and they spelt it wrong, haven't they? There's no Z. They put yeah. an S in. And there's no two Why L's on the end. I just I'll don't get it. I'm asked to don't get the signwriters back to say hang on. No, and minute, where's the wrong. two L's?
6: <laughs> but I was really worried because we actually did do a bit of a a little. St- <laughs> <laughs> They're soaking wet, babe. She Just pull me out. We did go to Bristol a couple of days ago because um, my dad just had an operation and was struggling. No, thank you. Um, my mum needed a bit of help, and I thought, do you know what? I probably did break a rule, didn't I, to go down.
4: No, it was past the
6: past the point. Okay, past the point. That was um, good. You said that. Yeah, yeah. You okay. didn't break any rules. They didn't break any rules. I wouldn't let you. Um. Yeah. No. You're not allowed to do this. Not allowed to do that. Okay. Um. But yeah, to go down and see my mum and dad, and I was really worried because it's been since Christmas that she seen my mum, but she was like, <gasps> was gutted. Wanted to actually fit my mum in the back of the car to bring her back. She was like, she's not really that fussed to my granddad, but can I put Nan in the back of the car and bring her back with me? It's like she's not a toy. She needs to stay in Bristol. But yeah, she. I like, well. love seeing her, and I really thought it would have affected her, like to not see her and to be a bit more sort of closed off. But she's not that fussed. She was just there wasn't really much of a time didn't matter. She's more concerned about when am I four? Because one of her friends is four and she's lost her tooth. No. Oh, okay. Yeah, so she's like, "Is my tooth going to fall out when I'm four? So
2: we don't know. Worried before, the 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 ready. before yeah,
6: you. Yeah, that is, really well, it is the words
2: before you. But have you told her about the tooth fairy? Uh,
6: yeah, I thought. How much are we going to give her? We have to be the same across, like, the, all the kids. Or so She can't turn up and be like, oh, yeah. yeah. fairy give me a fiver. And they oh, my mom and give me 50p. But
2: so it's, it's not it's about f- mum, is it? well she watched the Santa Claus movies? She's actually seen the tooth fairy. Yeah? Mm, probably not recently. Yeah. No, because it's this, this July. I know, but I just said, <laughs> did she see? <laughs> Jeez.
6: She's
3: only three and a half.
6: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she knows that fairy comes, like, when... When your tooth comes out, but...
3: Is that no, a bat? That's, again? That's, that's no, a
6: that's
2: not a bat. That, one was a <laughs> <laughs> that was a moth. That was a big moth.
4: <laughs>
6: baby, what happens when your teeth fall out? The teeth fail. Yeah? and gives you how much money? How much money do you reckon you get? Two and six. Do you reckon it'd be a paper money or a coin money?
2: Super money money. whoa what colour expensive child
6: what ones do you like
1: I like those ones where
2: is it the ones you can spend yes yeah what
4: colour are they green orange or purple purple oh Oh, of course
2: you do no, you say purple (laughs) purple purple purple
6: (laughs) oh no don't there's certain things I say and she's like no That's not how you say it. I'm like, oh, all right then. And I'm like, don't make me ring up nanny. <laughs> <laughs> I, oh, I don't want to say it. I don't know if that's a Bristolian thing or just a me. Nearly. Is it nearly? Nearly. I never say nearly in my life. I've never <laughs> nearly did. It's nearly. Always been nearly. I don't think it's a Bristol thing. I just think it's a. That's A
4: Durban thing.
2: Yeah. Yeah. No, but you, which area of Bristol were you born in, growing up, <laughs> and? did you pick it up because areas of Bristol have got different languages
6: uh, honestly the first time she said it's me I had to ask her if she's spelling it yeah it's only because I was at work and I was chatting around the, uh, the kids home. I was chatting at work and I said oh I nearly walked into the men's toilets
2: and He said so what Newly. do you mean
6: nearly so nearly nearly happens but, yeah no, I was brought <laughs> <laughs> I mean, up in Shire
2: so, there you go so yeah, that's it so even <laughs> mouth area yeah. yeah there you go dots it says a lot doesn't it yeah <laughs> So where was your first job then? Avonmouth?
6: No, at the mouse Oh, yeah. Yeah, I first at the docks.
2: At the, oh, oh, yeah,
5: yeah, yeah. At at the, the docks. At the docks. <laughs> yeah, Did you clean the mouth. bottom of the ship? <laughs> <laughs>
2: yeah. I was thinking other jobs, but um, there you go. <laughs> yeah. Starbucks.
6: That was my first one though. I oh worked at, at the Hargenaz. Do you know that's one thing we've got in common? Yeah. We were both ice cream ladies for our first time. Yeah, jobs. I worked at oh. Yeah, but I'd come into work.
2: Can you say that again? Hagen Dases.
6: hagen eh? it?
2: <laughs> May you say it so? There you go. That's funny why they fired me.
3: <laughs>
6: <laughs> I honestly went in and it was, I used it as a like first ever job, you know, a bit of extra spending money. And then I had my application form for Starbucks, where I met you, and was like, right, I had my application form, it was in my bag. And I literally turned up to work, got myself on the number 42 bus. Paid my money for my bus fare. I got into work and they said, oh, We don't need you today. And I said, Well, I'm staying, I'm staying and working. Like, I've literally just paid like £2.40 on the bus. So, until I got my £2.40. That was a bar. whole hour's
4: worth of wages yeah them, wasn't it? And
6: then they were like, No. So I was like, Do You know what? I took my apron off. I actually threw my apron in the yeah. bin, got myself a couple scoops of Bailey's
2: McDonald's. No, but yeah. yeah, but no, but.
6: Yeah, made it into a milkshake, put the lid on. I walked straight up to Starbucks and handed them my application form and they offered me the job there and then. And then I was like, right. The they were the fish obviously fish desperate. Because, <laughs> yeah. Because you can say Hagen does. I I never knew it was Hagen does, is it?
2: Well, I think we've um, actually um, cleared a lot of the uh, listeners' ears out <laughs> with that one. It's nice to catch up and it's lovely to see Harriet running around the garden. At, at past nine at night. Yeah, uh, past nine at night. And, yep. Yeah, and she had a mi- good time in the jacuzzi. She did.
6: Say. She, um... <clears throat> said oh we're going out for a meal tonight are we going to donald's i said i'm not going to, go to donald's oh well what food are we gonna have there because the only place she's actually been was no. when it was t- tipping with rain and we took her to a drive through mcdonald's after in lockdown so she oh, yeah, thinks it's have been, been anywhere, like, for been anywhere. Nights, have so like it her- was our first like night out wow and, and she enjoyed it and yeah. i hope you've told your listeners it's your birthday tomorrow
2: um, well, this not, is not going out until the Thursday. Um, we're recording this on the Friday night previous. So
3: so it's been so your birthday by last, the time this has gone out.
2: In fact, this week's show is still going out over the weekend on multiple stations. So, oh. so we haven't even started next week's until Thursday. So this will go out next Thursday. So I will be 67 plus a week. Uh,
6: sixty-seven. I've told everyone you're sixty-three. Crazy.
2: I've never I'm
3: aged you
6: at
4: sixty-seven. Six. I am,
2: though. No. I am. Come and say bye-bye, Harriet.
3: You need to say happy birthday to Steph. Queer. Okay. Huh. Come, Come on, You're mate, definitely going to need to do a bit of editing.
1: Shout out. LGBT
2: Radio for you. The Shout Out Podcast. <laughs>
1: I like that one. Uh, that she moves, which Steph did until last weekend when she turned seventy-six. <laughs> just so, so everyone <laughs> real age.
0: <laughs> oh.
1: Yes, yeah, see look mouth sees now. Hang on, let me let me go put another coin in the meter. <laughs> I'm giving that's, you my radio. Are <laughs> you? That's by that's uh, by Ali Farber.
2: How are we keeping social distance? I'm, am I really supposed to be sat on your lap? Is that social distancing? I, trust, I don't believe you. you my life life you're not sat on my lap. <laughs> <life. laughs> you know if you were. Oh! Okay. Yeah,
1: because I'd be pushing you off quick. Sure you would. <laughs> so, hello, Andy. Hello. How are you? I'm good, thanks. Hello, Terry. <laughs> <laughs> it's no, nice to hear from everyone. Mm, yeah, Yeah. is there. You, you are there, yes. you, too tell- I oh, am yeah, indeed. You Can are, you yeah, hear cool. me? Yes. Uh, now um it's uh, it's that week of the month um where we uh do news extra where we take a story that's kind of like been up there that's kind of you know you've been all ranting and raving about and talk about it in a bit more detail. And I think ranting um, and raving. Ranting and raving, yeah. Mm. <clears throat> so, awesome. sorry, would you like me to explain what that is, Steph? You know? Well ranting and <laughs> raving. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Is it, so, is I'll, it, I'll give
1: you a clue around what happens on the it, show that follows us on BCFM. Is it a, is it a <laughs> fetish? <laughs> it could be. Yeah. The raving, of course, you know, it's been in the news. It's, well, that's yeah. you raving. So, but no, no, I mean it because, uh, of course, I been. Mean, uh, I think we're going to talk about JK Rowling, aren't we? And uh, kind of like the, the fallout from that if I'm wrong, A little telling. bit,
0: yes. Um, um, many other things as well, depending on how much time we get. Um, um, well,
1: but we've got, we've got a fair li- little while. So and we, cool. I think we kind of talked about this um, before, didn't we? In the. Field. Do you want to update us? terry or, or should we start with a recap for those that may not have been anywhere on the planet while this has been going on um, i think think everyone really knows about it don't they but do you want to give us a quick yeah. summary
0: well um obviously uh, jk rowling it uh, says that she's the victim of cancel culture after remarks that she made about transgender women and um, this kind of like uh, rolls on week after week uh, in the press this uh, debate I'm, I'm sure it's actually I know from my point of view, you just think, oh, here we go again. But um, Mm. all the usual political pundits have come out of the woodwork to express their solidarity with the writer. and In many liberal papers, or theoretically liberal papers, such as The Guardian or The New European, there's been an alliance of um, frankly tedious talking heads who have been finger-wagging at the trans community, telling them that it's all just free speech and a fundamental right in democracy. But right now, I don't want to go down that route of argument, but I thought it would be nice to discuss how LGBT people are feeling about reading Rowling's books, particularly in view of the fact that she said that fewer people are buying her books since the controversy and since her remarks that she made about uh, trans women. So how do people relate? Especially, I think, that many of us here were great fans of the Harry Potter universe. Mm, How do we feel about the world of wizarding, the fictional universe that she created? Um, Because I think a lot of people have said to me that they... Found in the Harry Potter novels a way to express their own sexualities and gender identities, and Rowling did herself say uh, when she told the world that Albus Dumbledore was gay. gay, Yes. Yeah, she said that the books were a prolonged argument for tolerance. It seems strange now that she might have written that, but she did. So now that's interesting.
1: Did she did she use the word tolerance? Because of course we've had this debate before, and it's not tolerance that we're after; it's acceptance.
0: Ah uh, well, that's another. St- that's a story for another day. Yes, you're absolutely right. I think it was tolerance, she used. Yes, um, but after everything that's happened, how how do you uh, on the panel feel uh, about that fictional world? And does it still mean anything to you? Can you separate what she said about trans people to your enjoyment of the um, of the films and the novels?
2: Um, Personally, I think, being trans myself, I think it's very hurtful what J.K. Rowling and all the other TERFs have been saying. Um, It's quite... It's very upsetting. But when you talk about the Harry Potter world, that's done an actual lot of good. Which Um, is why I was so surprised. Yeah, well, it was a surprise that she went down that route of...
1: I I was very, very surprised, because she's been so... What I thought was pro-LGBT and support and coming yeah. out with Dumbledore And I remember seeing it and thinking, well, I actually, I actually read these books, you know, because um, they're, they're fun to read And Carl, um, mm. um, mm. he's a big bookworm, and he said, like, her first one, you could really tell that she was a, an amateur author at that point And as she grew the book, mm. her writing style grew
4: um, they get better don't well, they? yeah they Quite do get a lot, lot, yeah, lot better yeah. as, she,
1: as she goes on and yeah. she wrote that i i to this day am not convinced that she ever really had dumbledore in mind as being a gay character i think that actually came personally i believe that came later from the pressure uh, because there are a lot of people saying is there a gay character is there a gay character etc yeah,
2: just to sell more to mm. the lgbtq community yeah. but she'd always been tweeting
1: that she was you know supportive and you know right. and, and the like and all of a sudden this just came out of nowhere mm. and not only did it just come out of nowhere it was then followed by it being backed up and yeah. I, i've seen things like her saying that her writers are not allowed to talk about it and disagree etc um you know mm. not writers but the people that work for her are not allowed to disagree with it or they, they get fired and things mm. like that. that's been all over the press as well and i'm like mm. I don't understand why why she would choose that. I really wish I could ask her, if I'm yeah. honest. But
2: the, the the actual um, question that you've asked Terry about the, the the are the books still meaningful, even though mm. people now know what yeah. Rowling is like um, uh, in her anti-trans stance. To me, I love those books, and I love the mm. movies, and including the new ones, the the Beast series, and it's just so wonderful that all the main lead actors in all of those movies have all come out in support of the trans community and they have distanced themselves Mm. yeah Yeah, and put her uh, rolling down which is good and it's awful to when you read some of the things that the younger um lgbtq audience that they're they're they're, they were decimated by the fact that the, the, the author has now been so nasty to one minority group of people that finds it difficult to defend themselves. And that meant so much to them. Yeah. You know, they, they were growing up queer, questioning, struggling. And reading Harry Potter was so new and out there and vibrant. Mm -hmm. And those stories were so inclusive for different... Because, of course, there wasn't just human beings involved in this. There was lots of other areas. So it wasn't... We were not just talking about sexuality or colour... Um, well, she, covers, she covers
1: because right, uh, you, you get the whole thing about Hermione being called a mudblood. Yes, um, so prejudice, uh, yes. yeah. uh, yeah. yeah. form of pre- yeah. prejudice, you know, yeah. and all of that is covered in there. And yeah. you know, it was very progressive and really eye-opening. I think also for parents reading it to the kids, I'm sure, I'm sure, it had an effect on yeah. on so, some of the adults. reading so it. So I'm torn. Yeah, I'm torn <laughs> Me too. between
2: the being so helpful and meaningful. And do we want the author who's gone down this road? To actually ruin that meaningfulness for so many youngsters growing up with the Harry Potter mm. books, and I'm not so sure we should ruin that for people. I, yeah. think
0: it, I
1: think it's going to be difficult because as the next generation starts reading those books, they are then going to have that feeling that they're going to know exactly what's going on as they grow older
2: mm. and whether that's going to sully their relationship with it mm. in one in the whole generation Andy, you've has, enjoyed it because the sales have plummeted yeah so it obviously has yeah. soured yeah. the the interest of the LGBTQ community mm. because there's a lot of buying power the the, the pink pound is is quite mm. valuable yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's why you see big corporations flying the rainbow once every summer because they know yeah. that if they show support, they're going to get a lot more customers. Uh,
1: Let's not tell them all with, with one Just brush saying. because you know, there are some that do that, but then there are also organisations that genuinely are doing it because of equality um, and, and they're pro it and they do do it throughout the year and i know because you know i I work for a small company but um um, some of our friends who we know um um, i won't mention on there but their companies do it all year round so yeah i get your point but don't 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 say that they're all (laughs) like
2: that and and you're right they're not all like that um and i was oversimplifying Mm, it yeah Yeah. but
1: i i don't i mean it just sounds like am am i reading it right she just doesn't seem to want to even listen to the arguments.
2: No, mermaids have invited her t- um, to talk mm. to young kids who were, who were born gender dysphoric, mm. um, and just listen to the, the what they have to say and the, um, who they are. And I don't think she's grasping the fact that that kids don't know who they are. Mm. I knew who I was at four, mm. and uh, I just don't think she grasps that. And she needs to talk to people. They, mm. Who were actually involved in the especially people like mermaids those cha- those charities and there's not just mermaids there's quite a few trans um, charities out there mm. uh, okay. um and i think she just needs to engage and get a different perspective do you think she can recover from it uh, personally I don't don't no. even if she apologised um, I don't I think it's too late right. she's gone some of the stuff that she's retweeted from, from Turfs is um,
0: is quite and tragic and wasn't it I, I think that there was um, I'm going off the point slightly but um Stephen King, the famous horror writer. I think yes. for a long time she, she lavished praise on Mr. King because and his, he, he, his he, and he, he tweeted something she didn't like and then Well he tweeted kind of like something
1: about and equality and yeah. um, and the like and I forget exactly what the phrase was, but he basically said I am pro LGBT plus. So she blocked him. Yep. Yeah. It's a sad, sad um, set of affairs It is a real mistake. real sad, sad mm, thing. Yeah. And it may mean That it's, it's an end To Harry Potter I mean the movie's Also in jeopardy At the moment Because of everything That's going on With um, Johnny Depp In the courts Isn't it mm, Yeah um, I know that Disney have kind of Walked away from him So there may not be Any more Pirates of the Caribbean That star him or anything Well
2: maybe whether. the court case Will go it In could go his favour
1: yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I don't know I'm not, not going to comment on it It's just that's what that, that At the moment It's all on pause so, yeah, But yeah. then it's very difficult To film at the moment In the middle of Covid anyway So yeah, it is. <laughs> yes. um but you know, sober, I, hope somehow, anything, I yeah. hope somehow we can get through it because, you know, Harry Potter is a lovely thing and uh, yep. um, it'll yeah. be Agreed. to it. Agreed. So. Uh, anyway, that's it for another week. Thanks, uh, thanks for listening. Uh, if you want to hear
2: more, though, do check us out online. Head to shoutoutradio.lgbt to find out more about us. Grab our podcast and visit our supporting stations. Oh, look, she's sped up again, isn't it? Marvellous,
1: she's coming back. <laughs> uh, speaking of which, uh, here on our home station, uh, BCFM Feminist, uh, up next is Rebel on the Radio, so if you want to know what ranting raving
2: is. <laughs> so, anyway, yes, until next
1: week, uh, say bye-bye, everyone. Bye. Bye. Goodbye, now.
0: Yeah.
5: Bye-bye. Shout out. LGBT radio for you.